Hey, gorgeous people. This is the Ace Your Life Show, and I'm your host, Amy Elkman. I'm here to bring a little sunshine into your life every time you listen. Isn't it time to stop waiting for people to read your mind to be happy? I can't wait to share some really funny stories, some interviews, and some favorite things to give you an instant jolt of joy. Don't you deserve that? This podcast is about choosing to feel good, laughing your face off, learning some cool stuff, and figuring out how to ace your life. So go grab a cup of coffee and let's dive in. So many of you have come to me and said how much you love the podcast. And do I ever do things like coaching or, um, you know, teaching people how I've learned all these things that have changed my life, changed my business, made me more aligned and happy. And so for 2023, I've decided that I'm going to put together a group of people and we're going to meet for weekly Zoom calls. They will be live. That means no pre-recorded anything. And we will talk about all the things that I did in order to change my business. This is for professional people. It's for, I would say women probably. And it's for, I'd love to do realtors, but also any kind of professional woman who wants to use more feminine energy to increase, um, you know, what she makes every year. I went from making, uh, let's see the first year I made $0 and now I've been making consecutively for the last four years, over six figures. And I did that all in one year and I did it in a pandemic. And I work less than ever. So I think it's once you get these principles and you figure them out, it changes your whole life. And I just want to share that with you. I want to share it with everybody because why not? Why wouldn't we all want to do this kind of amazing work and also make a shit ton of money? So if you're interested in taking part in this, it's going to start in 2023 and it'll be a four-week program, weekly Zoom calls. We'll have a private Facebook group. I'll be doing um, Voxer Coaching, which is an app where you can work with me one-on-one, and it's just going to be magnificent. I cannot wait. I'm so excited, and if it sounds good to you, uh, just look in the show notes, and there will be a link to all the information that you need, or you can DM me the word ACE, and I will get right back to you and we can talk about whether this would work for you and your business. So I really look forward to working with y'all next year and I'm so excited. Thank you so much. And I'll talk to you soon. Favorite thing number one. So I got a bunch of things for my birthday and so a lot of them are now my new favorite things. So I'm just going to be inundating you with fabulous things, but This thing that I got, oh my gosh, it has really just made me so happy every morning. I got a Barefoot Dreams, which we already know because I've already done a favorite things on the socks and the sweaters, but then I just got a robe for my birthday and this bad boy, first of all, it looks like a giant Snuffleupagus. Remember Snuffleupagus from Sesame Street? And it's almost the same color. It's like a garnet color. So it's red, but kind of dark brown. It's like really, really delicious. And you put this bad boy on in the morning and it is like the most yummy 
scrumptious deliciousness you've ever felt in your life. It feels like a warm hug and it's winter. So mm, that's good stuff. So anyway, that's my new favorite thing for now is this just go do yourself a favor. If you want to start your day off in the most yummy, delicious way, then go get yourself a Barefoot Dreams robe to go with your Barefoot Dreams socks and your Barefoot Dreams blanket. (laughs) I should own stock in Barefoot Dreams, I swear. This is not an ad, but I will link everything so you can see how awesome it is. Yay. Okay. My next favorite thing is a book I'm reading and I want to start this book with my book club next month. It's called The Magic. And a long time ago, The Secret came out and that's a book that was written by a lady named Rhonda Byrne. And she's a little wackadoodle and woo woo, but I love that of course. So, you know, it's right up my alley. And then she came out. So the movie came out and you can watch that on Netflix, easy download. And it's really fascinating just talking about the law of attraction and how it works and and all the beautiful things that can come out of that. So this is written by the same author. It's called The Magic. And I love anything that has tactical steps that I can do every day. This is like a 28-day program, which I love. I love a challenge. I love a program. Also, I love to start things and I don't always finish them. So I'm working on actually doing this start to finish. That's why I want to do it with my book club. And it's um, literally everyone I've talked to or heard of who's done this book, something amazing has happened in their life while they're doing the book. Um, They have any things that they've manifested, new jobs, money, um, a new baby, new cars, just tons of stuff. So I have I'm about to start doing this, but I did start it at the beginning of the year just because I thought it would be fun on my own. And I love the things that she makes you do. I'm just going to give you a spoiler alert. The first day you write down 10 things you're grateful for. And I do this all the time anyway, but this is a new way of a twist is that you write down 10 things and then you write why. So you say, I am so happy and grateful that it's sunny outside because, because it's beautiful and it makes me feel good and I love the sun on my skin or whatever. So that little extra step is awesome. And then you go back to all of the things on the list, you read them and you say, thank you three times. Okay. I may have lost some of you on this. I know this is woo woo, but you know what? Just try it and see what you think. I really think that when we start the day focused on gratitude and what we do like instead of what we don't like, then it just sets you off on this wonderful right foot for the day. And um, I love that. And so every day in this book is a new thing like that. So then you add on, you know, day two, you find a rock and you do this thing with it. And day three, you do this other stuff. Anyway, it's really cool, but I love this book. I just think it starts your day out the right way and then it builds upon itself. And I don't know, I'm just excited to see what my book club babes think about it too. So the magic is what it's called. And let me know what you think. Okay. My third favorite thing is a planner that I bought for the first time last year. Now, I think I've bought 
400,000 planners in my life, at least. And I'm not even joking. Like, I think that for some reason in the back of my mind, I think that that's going to cure everything in my life if I get the right planner, which (laughs) side note, it doesn't, but it just sounds in my crazy brain like it will. So I have bought so many different planners. I've bought spiral bound. I've bought electronic planners. I've bought, I mean, everything in the world, but my problem is that I am an optimist, but I'm also a procrastinator. So I love to just pack a million trillion different things into what should really take, you know, a month. And I like to pack it all into one day. And this planner helps me not to do that because I think it just, the way it's laid out, first of all, it's called the passion planner and I'll link it in the show notes. And basically it's, I I like the really big one because I like to write everything down and I have a really fat handwriting. So it breaks everything down by half hour increments. So you literally have to calendar everything per half hour which sounds, it's very intimidating at first. And I learned this by my coach, Heather Chauvin. She does a whole energetic time management thing that's just brilliant. And it's all about brain dumping everything you need to do for the week and then scheduling it into your calendar every single half hour. Okay, I want to talk about something that happened to me yesterday that really upset me. And I think that we do this to ourselves a lot. And, um, and what it all comes down to is judgment. And in this situation, I was judging myself, which I know we all do over and over and over and over all day long. And let me just tell you what happened. So I went to the doctor And I was at the doctor because um, I've been having some symptoms of not being able to sleep very well and some night sweats and some really good stuff like that. So, you know, I don't know if this is hormone changes or what. I did just turn 50. So I just want to be on top of these things. So I went to the doctor just to have some blood work done, check my thyroid. I only have half a thyroid because 11 years ago, I had a tumor removed, so I have to take Synthroid, and it's been a couple of years since I got that checked because of, you know, COVID and everything. Just, you know how it is, the last one on the list to get a checkup. So went to the doctor, and everything's going fine, and then they tell me to get on the scale. Now, I have a love-hate relationship with the scale. I have always been within five to 10 pounds of the same weight pretty much since I was a grown up, except when I was pregnant and except for 10 months after I was pregnant. So when I was pregnant, all bets were off and it took me about 10 months to get back to my normal, whatever I call it, my happy weight. It's my weight that I can eat carefully, drink all my water, exercise, but also you know, if I want some fries here and there, I can have them or dessert or whatever. So I'm not super rigid, but I'm, I mean, I'm a healthy eater. I'm a very healthy eater. So the bottom line is 
A couple of months ago, I decided to stop weighing myself. I just was like, you know what? I'm 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 really working on everything that bothers me about myself. So one thing that bothered me is my slight obsession with weight. And, you know, forever I've weighed myself every morning just to kind of figure out where I am. And I know that in the winter I go up about five to seven pounds. And then I know in the summer I come back down five to seven pounds. So it's just kind of like, this is my thing. Um, sure. It's exhausting. Sure. It takes a lot of energy. So that's why a couple of months ago I was like, screw this. I'm just not going to weigh myself anymore. I'm just throwing out the scale, which has been amazing. And I've been so happy and I'm probably a little too happy looking back, but so that's that. So I went to the doctor yesterday and they asked me to step on the scale. Now I was fully clothed, but when I stepped on the scale, it was a number that I have not seen since I was pregnant. Let's just say that it was a solid 10 pounds. Mm, No, more than that, probably about 15 pounds over what my happy weight is naked. All right. So let's just put it that way. So yes, I had clothes on, but still not 15 pounds worth of clothes. So she left and I just kind of sat there dumbfounded for a while. And she even said, is that not a normal number for you? And I said, um, no, not even in the atmosphere of what I'm used to. So no. So then I got some other news that was, you know, a little disheartening about some stuff that's going on with my hormones and stuff. So it was kind of a a little bit of a tough visit. Got in the car, drove home. The minute I saw my husband, I burst into tears. Not about my weight, but just about everything. I I have some genetic things that are going on that are a little frustrating for me. And so there's just some things that I'm dealing with. It's nothing life altering. It's certainly not anything that's life or death. It's just a little frustration since I've been trying so hard to be so good. Okay. That's a terrible word to use. Let me just, let me just take that out of my vocabulary. I have been very cognizant of what I put into my body and you know, how, how healthy I am in general with vitamins and exercise and a gallon of water every day and plenty of vitamin D and just all the good things, the meditation. So that's what we did. It was amazing. I felt much better after the walk. And then I realized just like everything, it's so easy to get overwhelmed with things that are out of your control. And, you know, my weight is something I can probably control, but I still just was frustrated about it on top of all the other news she gave me. So I think my point is that why are we so hard on ourselves? Why? Why is everything just never good enough? Like all these good things that I've been doing and I'm so proud of, and I should be because, you know, it's been years of me working on all these things. And I go in one day and I get on a scale and I freak out. Like, what's that all about? It's such bullshit. And you know what it is though? It's me reverting back to that little fifth grade girl who moved to a new town and didn't know anybody and was goofy as shit and had glasses and big buck teeth and terrible hair. And 
just felt not good enough, walked in, didn't know anybody. Everybody had all made, already made friends and just knowing they were all talking about me behind my back, but they probably weren't, but thinking that they were just, it's just that I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. Why, why do we do that? Why do we do that to ourselves? It's so frustrating and it's so debilitating and it's so bullshit. I call bullshit. I don't want to, I don't want to live like that. So I was thinking about all the ways that we do this to ourselves. I mean, obviously, you know what? My body's changing. I'm 50 years old. I'm not going to be the same weight that I was at 30. I'm not going to look the same as I was at 30. And you know what? Good for that. I have three babies in between then and now. And that's a badge of honor in itself. I, you know, I have three healthy children, three great pregnancies. What is the problem? And this is for all you young moms who are just had a baby and you can't get the weight off, or you had a baby 10 years ago and you can't get the weight off. Who gives a shit? Like the most important thing, and I'm saying this because I'm want, I need to hear it, is that we're healthy. And that we're doing the, what what we're supposed to do to keep our bodies healthy. I mean, I don't even really drink alcohol anymore. Like I have literally, I don't drink caffeine. Like I couldn't be, I could probably put down the fries more than I have. Yes, this is true. And yes, I did completely enjoy my birthday and my birthday trip and Christmas and Thanksgiving and all the parties and fun things that led up to that. So you know what? I deserve every pound that I've added. But I also don't deserve to make myself feel like that. So I did some really good meditations. I've got some great ones. If... um. If you want one just to release all of that and just to kind of get your mind clear on what's really important, and that is not one of them. But, you know, I just, I just want us to learn how to not be so hard on ourselves. And this doesn't even have to be about weight. Like the other day, I realized my son is a senior in high school and I just realized that the Sadie Hawkins dance is this weekend and I forgot to buy him a ticket. Now, I mean, we could go all over the place with this. You know, he's 17 years old. Why didn't he buy himself a ticket? Well, he probably should have. Or why didn't he ask me to buy him a ticket? I don't know. I mean, we could go all over with why it's not my fault, but I still have that, that sick feeling in my gut that I let him down and that I'm not a good mom. And that he thinks I don't love him because I screwed that up. Or the other day, um, my my youngest is a Boy Scout and he was going on his first camp out and he didn't have all the stuff he needed for the camp out because he just joined and we didn't get it all together in time and I've been working nonstop. And so he got to the camp out and he had to sleep on the ground. He had a sleeping bag, but it was on the hard ground and he came back and said, you know what? I need to get one of those sleeping pads because that would really help, which yay. We went and bought him a sleeping pad. But the first thing I think is you suck. Like, why did you let that slip? Like, that's your fault because I know that you all do this all day long. 
even when, especially when they're little, oh my God, when they would get sick and I wouldn't have Tylenol or I'd run out or, um, they, you know, God, just millions of things forgot to sign a permission slip or forgot to pack their lunch the night before, or you didn't sign them up for the right team. And so they missed out. I mean, they're just, I have heard that a woman who is a mother has to make like 10,000 decisions every day between that of her family and herself and her work and her life. And something's going to slip. We're not perfect. Ladies, I got news for you. We're not perfect. And gentlemen, you aren't either. So why are we so fucking hard on ourselves? Why? Who who made us think that we have to be perfect in order to live in this world? Like, it's ridiculous. And I want to put a hard stop to it. And I'm starting with myself. And I'm saying all this to myself right now as we speak because I need to hear it. But, you know, I just think we need to cut ourselves a little bit of slack. I really do. And I don't know. I think – I think oh, here's another example. My family – you know, for a year and a half, we've been doing Home Chef because I work so much. First of all, I hate cooking. I think I did, I loathe it. I don't just hate it. I freaking loathe it. I hate every second of it. Oh, don't worry. I'm working on this too. How many things am I working on? Four million? <laughs> but this is one of them. And I know how much I hate it. They know how much I hate it, even though I try not to let them know, even though they know because they've been with me forever. But you know what I don't hate? And what I love is sitting around a table every night and talking about our day and sharing and like having that one tradition in our family. We don't have a lot of traditions in our family. I wish I had more. Okay. Let me beat myself up about that one too. (laughs) Let's go down that rabbit hole. Um, Okay, we have some traditions. But the most important thing to me every single day with my family is to sit down at the table every night and have a meal together. That could be takeout or that could be home cook. Now, because I had the most amazing cook for a mother, that's the bar I set up against myself, which is, you know, again, not fair, but I do it to myself because she was a great cook and she was a stay-at-home mom and she loved to cook and she loved to do that every night. She made these wonderful big meals and they were amazing. I am not her and I realize that and so does my family. But the bottom line is I've been doing Home Chef for about a year and a half because it's all pre-packaged and pre-made and it's wonderful. And I, at five o'clock, I shut everything down. I start ripping things open. I cook it and I put it on the table and we have a meal together. You know, at least four to five nights a week, I am cooking and it's Home Chef. And I feel guilty about that. I feel like that's not good enough. I sh- Oh, how about grocery shopping? I, you know, all these things that I've done to simplify my life and make things easier also make me feel guilty. They make me feel like I'm not doing the right thing for my family, that I could do better, that I could work harder, that I could double down. But again, this is unrealistic and it's also unhealthy. Nobody can be everything for everyone all the time. Nobody can run a career or two or three raise healthy, independent, happy people 
have a happy marriage, have a sexy marriage, have good friendships, actually have somewhat of a life outside of all of that, and then maintain the proper weight. (laughs) Okay, I'm still not over it, but I, I will be, I promise, I will. This is therapy for me. So let's just all take a really big, deep breath in and blow it out. And for every breath that we take in, let's breathe in what we need, which is oxygen. And that's all the good stuff that we get. And that's all the good stuff that we want. That's the peace and the joy and the love and the calmness and the abundance and the happiness and the sexiness and the all those feeling good things. So let's And then when you breathe out, I want you to breathe out all the bullshit. I want you to breathe out all the things that you put on yourself that are just it's just too much. It's just too hard. It's just like I just can't do it all and that's okay. And let's just breathe it out. Anything that is bugging you that you just need space from breathe that out. And your homework today is to do five giant deep breaths like that. Breathe in everything you want. Come up with your mind in your mind with three or four things that just light you up and make you feel so good. And then when you exhale, just breathe all that stuff that you don't want. Get it out. Just get it the fuck out. And that's it. That is my homework for you. So I hope you enjoyed this a little bit crazy episode, but I just think one thing that we can do is just have some awareness and do our best just to release it. Um, My book club right now is reading a book called The Universe Has Your Back and Gabrielle Bernstein is a genius and she talks about judgment. Judgment can be judgment of yourself. It can be of other people. It can be of the world, of the schools, of the president, of everybody, right? In this case, I'm talking about judgment of ourselves. And she gives you a four-step process to get rid of that judgment. And here's what it is. When you have that icky, yucky feeling and you have the thought that something is just not what you want it to be. For example, I get on the scale and I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) And then my immediate thought is, well, how'd you let that happen? You big fat. So (laughs) because that was my first thought, of course. So what do you do with that? The first thing you do is you recognize the thought. Okay. I'm being really hard on myself. I'm calling myself fat. That's not right. I know that I'm not fat or maybe I am. I don't know, but that's not right. That's not how I want to feel. And that makes me feel like crap. So I'm not going to say that anymore. So recognize it. That's the first thing you do. The second you do, thing you do is you witness the judgment without judgment and then forgive it. So you say to yourself, wow, I've really let it slide a little bit over the last few months. I really enjoyed the last three months of holiday and birthday And that's okay. I forgive myself for that thought. It's okay. I'm healthy. It's all good. So I forgive myself. The third thing you do is try to think of a better thought. It doesn't have to be the best thought. It doesn't have to go from, 
I feel disgusting to I am amazing, but it can be, you know what? It's been a fun few months. You've had a great time. You have really enjoyed yourself and you're still healthy. You're still exercising every day. You're still eating carefully. You're still drinking all the water. So cut yourself a little slack and just don't worry about it. It's all good. That was my thought. And then the fourth part of this process is that you surrender. You just let it go. You just say, you know what? I'm done with it. I had a bad thought. I had a better thought. And now I'm going to let it all go and just release it. Take a big, big, deep breath in, deep breath out. And then that's it. That's all you can do. So this is my four-step. It's not my four-step process. It's Gabrielle Bernstein's four-step process, but it works every single time. She wrote a whole book on this called Judgment Detox that is phenomenal. I'll tag it. It's so good. So if you really want to deep dive into that, and I've read the book, it's a lot of work, but it's really good. And it'll change your outlook on everything, even yourself. So anyway, homework is deep breaths, witness your judgment without judgment, think of a better thought, and then let it go. And that's it. Cut yourself a little slack. Give yourself some grace. We're all just doing the best we can. And if we want to choose to feel good every day, this is part of choosing. It's a little bit of work. It's easier just to beat yourself up all day. But let's don't do that. Let's try not to do that. Let's try to really love on ourselves like we would our kids. Okay? So let me know what you think. Thanks. Thank you so much for sticking around till the end of this program. I think we might be new best friends. So if you'd like to hear a little more about what I got going on, go check me out on all the social medias at Amy Elkman. And that's spelled A-I-M-E-E-E. L-K-M-A-N. I also have a free Facebook group called the Ace Your Life Facebook group. You can go sign up for free there and there's all kinds of fun stuff in there all the time. And also, if you really, really liked the podcast, please rate and review and subscribe so you'll never miss an episode. It means so much to me. I know your time is so valuable and thank you for spending it with me. So have a wonderful day and I can't wait to talk to you next time. Thanks. Bye. y'all. This is Amy Elkman, the host of the Ace Your Life show. And I have a question for you. How do you feel about the home that you're living in right now? Is it too big? Is it too small? Did your kids just go off to college and you're ready to downsize? Or did you just have your first baby and you're busting out of an apartment and you need more space? Do you wish you had a beautiful kitchen that you could entertain in? that has a giant island with Carrera marble, and it's all white and bright with beautiful light streaming in all the time that makes you actually want to cook. Well, if you want any of these things, I got you. See, I don't know if you know this or not, but I'm a realtor and my husband is a remodeler and he's fabulous. And he has three crews that can help you really make any dream come true that you want. So 
if you want a pool and you don't like your little tiny backyard, I got you. If you want a new kitchen to entertain in, I got you. If you want a gorgeous owner suite bathroom with Carrera marble everywhere that you can have your sexy bath time every night with candles and beautiful music piped in through the speakers, I got you. I can help you with all of that. We're kind of like Chip and JoJo's older siblings, but we're cooler and maybe married. I don't know. Is that weird? But anyway, so if you want to move, if you want to fix up the house you're in, if you want to sell the house you're in, just give me a call and I can help you make all your dreams come true. That is our passion. And if you're in the Dallas area, we can totally help you. So give me a call.